Hey guys, welcome back to Ohms Lounge. Uh, I'm your host, Ohms, and we are also here with uh, the Lone Salesman. Hey. And we're going to be talking about this new game, this space survival looter shooter, Marauders. Hell yeah. Anything else that am I missing for the description of that type of game, Paul? No, I think you got it pretty well. You know, it's a survival game. It's got some survival mechanics, very similar to some other games we'll be talking about that uh, we're familiar with, such as uh, Daisy, Rust, Escape from Tarkov, and uh, The Cycle. So, Holmes, you bought me this game. I sure did. And I was completely surprised because I thought you were going to get me another game like Gotcha Revenge or something like that, but... Uh, <laughs> The last game you actually got me was uh, a good one, the Nephilim Saga game, and I really enjoyed that, so was surprised that you got me another banger. Yeah, I saw it. I kind of, I was just kind of browsing through Twitch, and I saw some people that I follow um, playing it, and I thought it looked pretty sick, because I saw a bunch of, like, old, like, World War One weapons, and they were in outer space. I was really blown away when I saw that they had things like space vehicle exploration and being able to use the the ship's guns and stuff like that. And I like the uh the close quarter combat kind of feel for it. The AI oh, yeah. isn't too bad from what I've seen. And it's very uh similar to to Escape from Tarkov, which is another game I kinda introduced you to way back when that I just did not have the patience for, but <laughs> you just you just took it and ran with it. Yeah. And you, yeah, you can go and talk about your experience with all that. Oh yeah, so uh, Tarkov is a love-hate relationship for sure. It's a very frustrating game at times, but uh, I I really enjoy it at the same time. When you first turned me on to it, I didn't know too much about it. I saw you playing it, and I think you let me play, and uh, I had no idea what I was doing. You just told me to go somewhere, follow this map and customs. I'm like, I have no idea where I'm supposed to go. Like I think someone ended up shooting at me. I had no idea where it was coming from, so it was just like a, a huge mess for me. Uh, but now it's like I've I've played the game and understood it a lot more, a lot easier to play now. Still difficult, but it's one of those games that requires a lot of research. You know, like you can't just pick it up and play it. Like you got to know what the hell you're doing, where to go, and uh, Marauders kind of has that same thing but uh a little bit more clear they explain a lot more things up front you know there's a nice tutorial video it's about 10 minutes long when you first start the game and um that might be a little off-putting to some people but for me who's been playing tarkov you know that's nothing a 10 minute video meanwhile i'm watching like 30 40 minute stream you know youtube videos from like uh people like pestily or other streamers landmark you know i i'll watch their videos and their streams to learn more about the games uh my friend also playing this game he's like yeah i don't want to watch the tutorial video and i'm like dude it's very helpful <laughs> marauders is a lot more accessible and it has a lot of cool features like uh right now in this you could see in the stream i'm doing some space combat and uh that's like a nice little element that i thought is fun Tarkov is more so like, okay, you get in, get out, take what you can. The survival elements are much more in depth for like, you know, hydration, food, stamina, you know, there's a lot of side effects that you can get. 
Josh, I mean, in your opinion, since you're more of a you know spectator, I know you've watched some streams on Marauders and Escape from Tarkov. What do you notice about the two games? Well, I noticed that from what you've told me and how easy you picked it up, and from when I, uh, whenever I was watching you, uh, that the tutorial actually helped, whereas Tarkov had a lack of a tutorial. They're just like, figure it out, stupid. Yeah, there's like and, nothing. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to have to like look up the maps, figure out what it is that you're looking for, understand how it is that you actually progress, what the importance is of the base, whereas Marauders is pretty straightforward. You go, you breach, and you loot, and don't die, which I think is really cool, really simple. And I've seen you do these runs uh, pretty quickly. Uh, I wish we had that video of you just going in there, blasting somebody, looting him, and then just leaving. And oh my literally god, spent like two minutes in that <laughs> shit, and that was it. You already came out with so much loot. I know it's it's so annoying. I feel like I always have my best moments when I'm not recording or streaming. It's yeah, I mean it's it's true. Um, I think right now the most of the encounters or when you when you first enter the area, you have about 25 minutes. And, um, from there, it's based on your oxygen levels. So when I first played the game, I was like, oh, do I need to like carry oxygen or something? Like, I had no idea. Maybe they'll add that element in later. But, uh, yeah, uh, Tarkov, um, is more so like, okay, you have every map has different time limits, right? So, uh, for example, the smallest map, Factory, it's a, uh, less of a time limit. And uh, the extraction areas are pretty far away, so you have to like really make your way over. The other thing is, who's to say, you know, what you can get accomplished in that time? You know, uh, you don't want to risk getting a run-through, which means you're going to get less experience uh, extracting. Nobody wants to get that. It's pretty much like worthless, so... Another game I want to talk about, The Cycle, real quick, which is very similar. And we'll get to Rust and Daisy because those games are slightly different. Uh, those games are more of like an open sandbox. There's less of that whole, like, I, I guess I have less experience with those games, but from what I've seen, it's, you know, more of an open world experience, which I think Tarkov is eventually trying to get to. But uh, at the moment, too like all right for the cycle as well the cycles map is is huge so imagine like uh i don't have any gameplay here but basically uh switching over so you have these two maps and you have like this unique kind of character designs guns uh maybe we'll play this trailer real quick here's the cycle you know here you're just running around you have a similar setup load out you run in get in get out except the maps are much larger and uh there's also creatures and uh other things so uh one element of these games we forgot to mention is you're not only kind of fighting people but you're also fighting uh characters enemies uh we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that the AI in some of these games uh here in the cycle it's mostly uh just creatures so you're hunting creatures hunting people mining for materials However, the time you have to spend in here, the, the difference between all these games is there's no time limit with the cycle. 
you can actually stay in the map as long as you want. There are these storms that do come in that uh, can kill you immediately, but you, if you take shelter, then uh, you're, you're safe. Theoretically, you could be in-game for, like, hours uh, as long as you survive. I mean, I don't know if you'd want to do that, <laughs> but uh, they have several uh, extraction areas. They tell you where you have to go. So similar to Tarkov, you have uh, certain extraction areas. You get on the ship, and you can get out. Whereas Marauders, you kind of have one area to escape from. You have to get on a ship or an escape pod and then exit through uh, this little space gate thing. They're all very similar. Uh, at the fundamental level, I yeah. can see that, yeah. Just uh, the whole... Another element is like, yeah, like the other element is the whole base building. You asked me a question about, uh, okay, Marauders, like, is this ship basically your base? And my answer is kind of. Um, I think Tarkov and the cycle, where you have your bases, there's more going on with it. You have more passive um, Tarkov. You can generate Bitcoins, like hydrate yourself, better crafting. Uh, here in the Marauders, it's more so like, okay, you have traders. Uh, you do your ship. You can have more stuff depending on your ship, more space, or uh, you could also have better weapon systems. But uh, a lot of the crafting and stuff is kind of outside of that. In the cycle, you have a main hub area, kind of. Basically, that's where all your traders and your crafting. You can also have a small apartment where you could, that's kind of like your base. You can generate weapons and, uh, or you can generate currencies and uh, other stuff. You can also do stuff like insurance system. I'm sure you're familiar with that until like in Tarkov. Let's say you die, but you can insure that item. As long as no one took that item, you can get it back. Similar in the cycle. Now, Marauders doesn't have that feature, which is uh, a little annoying. At I guess it's not really needed at this point. Because I think the crafting system in Marauders is much more forgivable. Like, you can craft so easily. Basically, like, let's say I take a shitty pistol. If I take two shitty pistols, I can break those down and then build... Uh, that scorpion, that that machine pistol I had, you saw me messing people up with. Yeah. Whereas Tarkov, like, man, the, the oh my god, the item system in that game is so in depth. Like, you can literally break down guns to the receiver, to the stock, to the you know, you can go really in depth with the gun building, but it's it's a little too much sometimes because like, even like ammo types, stuff like that. Uh. Right now, I don't think the Marauders has uh, much ammo types. It just has ammo types, like, generically for different guns. You also don't have to get clips, which is nice <laughs> in Tarkov. Like, you have to get, like, different clips. They all have different sizes. And uh, the customization is just all over the place. The cycle kind of simplifies it. You do have, like, white, blue, green, different tiers of clips and uh, other effects. Whereas uh, Tarkov, it's like all vendor-based. You can get stuff on the flea market. I think for like someone who's slightly interested in this genre, who maybe doesn't want to invest too much time, but wants to just kind of get in, get out, I think the Marauders is definitely the, the, the pick. But if you want something more than what this is offering, 
besides you know the the lore and kind of like what's being presented that uh maybe tarkov is also good and and i'd say the in-between example is maybe the cycle if you don't want to invest anything it's it's free to play uh the cycle like for me for example like i don't really sit down and play play a whole lot of games like to watch because i'm always doing something on the side and multitasking and just getting personal things done but i do enjoy watching that as entertainment so like i think the cycle would be something that i would like to check out but i need to upgrade my computer before i do any of that but uh whenever i did play escape from tarkov like i did not have a fun time with that i mean <laughs> it was cool but my very first experience with it was that i was trying to learn everything look i was watching streams on how these people like go through their runs and i needed to have the you know the supporting like websites open on us on like the other screen so i know like where on customs i would have to go for certain loot and where to go and dude it took me like four hours for me to to actually not die and i did not like the fact that like the matchmaking was taking forever i've been in matchmaking for i think as long as an hour before so i was like geez but it was like i think the the intensity of the game and the anxiety inducing parts of the game are like what really make it really uh enjoyable or at least thrilling more so than enjoyable anyway but yeah i i do enjoy the the kind of realistic aspects of it kind of like um like we were talking about rust and daisy i remember like those hyper realistic games from back in like 2012 watching lyric play it and like that was it dude like uh, i remember playing arma it was really cool like arma's really in depth like they were kind of like the front runners for for like the uh like the hyper realistic type things and like we've come a long way now oh yeah i mean the interesting thing about daisy and um rust is they're very community based uh i you know daisy in particular i know you can run your own server and kind of just make up your own rules uh whereas rust it's a little bit more constrained i believe like daisy they do have like wipes every now and then but they're usually like one or let, let's talk about wipes and how like games handle these kind of progression things so daisy i know they only do wipes like every once or twice a year. Not very, uh, not very often. Whereas Rust, they tend to do it a little bit more often. Yeah, I remember I played Rust back in Alpha, and it was a completely different game back then. But they they have like soft resets back in like 2012. I remember that. Yeah, forced wipes and Rust occur first Thursday of every month, so that's quite frequent. Apparently they they're very strict on this. They don't uh, even if you have your own server, they kind of just force it anyway. Whereas Daisy, it's basically based on the server mod, which is kind of interesting. Um, where and then we have Tarkov. Tarkov is uh, with every major update, they usually do a wipe. Um which is a little inconvenient for some people because it's like, uh, like if you want to get to the max, uh, complete all the quests in time, you really have to, you know, you have like five or six months, I guess, to completely do everything before everything resets. 
think that's reasonable. See, that fits my schedule, man, because like I don't sit down and play games a whole lot. And if you're going to be resetting shit every five or six months, like that's that's reasonable. At yeah. least to me. But if you're changing shit up every month, man, I'm pissed. <laughs> well, I, I guess, uh, you know, in Rust, it's like it's not as competitive. You know, you're building bases, just kind of like role playing. You know, it's not as serious, I guess. Um, I don't know exactly. You know, the progression is just kind of like whatever you can get, I guess, whatever you build up. Uh, the site, another objective based game, kind of like Tarkov, you do have contracts and you do have base buildings. So currently, uh, they have seasons. So you can get a season pass, uh, do all the contracts, get weapons, do all this and that. And, uh, I guess they change up the maps and stuff too. Those are about, I think, every two to three months going off the season. So that's, you know, we have a wide range of different things. Marauders, I don't know how they're going to handle it yet. I'm sure they'll kind of have that in the details sooner or later. Uh, but for now, I'm I'm just enjoying it. So let's talk about kind of how um, the little things, controversies. So games like these, uh, Tarkov, the AI is ranges from stupid to insane. Uh, the communities are pretty tight, so... Here in Marauders, I, I think the AI is not too hard, but I have been killed by the AI quite a few times. It's kind of like same thing in Tarkov, where if you peek a corner one or two times, keep peeking corners, they'll, they'll just headshot you uh, eventually. So they do have some intelligence. I The cycle, uh, the creatures have killed me in that game too. They get a little tough, especially if they gang up on you. I think DayZ has like zombies and some other enemies. It's same thing as Rust. Uh don't think it's too difficult. But uh how was it in Arma? Um as far as what? Like did Arma have AI you'd have to fight sometimes or was it mostly people? I always played Arma and like certain servers and because like every server was different and i always played like the kind of like the deathmatch ones and those were always really fun but i don't have a, a distinct from you know memory of me getting my shit wrecked by by ai i do remember that being a thing and like things like daisy and zombies being really fast and uh, a friend of mine he he really likes daisy uh and yeah, he's he he mentioned something about like there being an issue with not enough players and certain servers, so like they just added AI. Oh, and, I see. And like he he would be able to to know if it was an AI pretty easily after all the time of him playing it. Right. It's kind of like in PUBG. Yeah. Um PUBG does the same thing. They'll fill their numbers. I mean, completely different genre, but kind of the same. At least what I've seen with Marauders you know, they have enemies, but they don't... When you kill someone, you know. Tarkov, it's somewhat similar. You know, you know when you kill a PMC, when you pick up their dog tag. Same thing here in uh, Marauders. You can pick up their uh, captain's ID to take their ship. Uh, I believe in the cycle, since it's only hunters, you know, there's... You know, you already know. Uh, there's some items you can pick up off of them. 
as far as now the only difference in in Tarkov is you know you have player scavs you're playing as a kind of a non-faction person just uh to get free loot however you do run the risk of losing that loot if you die marauders i I think that's a very unique system i I know you like you mentioned you like doing it uh just to get free loot it's it's safe risk free because you don't lose anything but uh you come in mid raid so most of the time, most of the loot is already gone, but uh, you might get lucky. Yeah, like, the looting part, like, uh, if I can just go in there five minutes, if that's what I can really just give myself uh, the mental capacity for, and if I come out with some loot or something like that, because I've seen you go into to raids and you just pick up, like, a war bond, and it's worth so much, and I would be happy with just that. I'll just call it quits after that or at <laughs> least it would give me more time to kind of sit back and uh before I, I don't know what you would, would call that screen like i guess like the, the base or your your loadout screen or something oh before yeah doing the raid yeah because yeah, like there's there's so much so much stuff and i would want to get familiarized with that and i know i knowing like how i am i would spend a lot of time in just this screen alone oh uh, yeah i mean i get lost in it too just trying to Organize my inventory, seeing what I need, don't need, seeing stuff I can craft. Uh, they have a very unique system in Rotters, and I think it's a way to kind of get away from wipes. Hopefully, is uh, the prestige system. Once you reach level forty, it gives you the option to continue leveling or to reset your progression and receive a prestige point. So get reset it to level one. All your weapons, XP, and account balance will be reset, and you'll have uh, starting twenty thousand dollars. The benefit to this is you can get upgrades and unlocks with these prestige points. So you can get more slots in the hangar. So you can get more than one, like uh, more than three ships. You can get more inventory and uh, you can get other upgrades. The pressure suit, like so some appearance upgrades. So I think that's their way around the wipe is that I guess eventually if you want some of the these extra features, you, you know, you have to prestige. I'm sure some people will still grind the shit out of this game and end up unlocking everything. I'm, I imagine people who enjoy this will, will like to uh, reset. And as far as matchmaking goes, like I haven't had to wait more than five minutes to get into a raid in uh, Marauders. Uh, same thing with Cycle. It's very quick to get into a game um, because and there's a, here's another big difference between Tarkov and some of these games. And from what I can see from Marauders is sometimes you might join a match that's already going. So um, same thing in the cycle, the loot and stuff uh, refreshes every now and then, but you can join mid game. So people can be already running around. Uh, whereas in Tarkov, you guys all start at the same time, which is kind of annoying because you have some people using like combat stims to just like run as fast as they can. And, Places of interest become in war zones because everyone's trying to go there at the same time. Marauders, I haven't seen that too much. There is a few quests where you do have to go to certain areas. The worst I've seen is like people camping uh, spawn locations wherever your ship might spawn, but it's kind of difficult because you have to like wait a long time and you don't have quite that much time. So you can't really spawn camp in the cycle. You can see in the sky when people are dropping in. So you can always ambush people that way as well. So there is that element of knowing when people uh, are coming. 
There are maps of spawn locations too, same as Tarkov. You can see where people are spawning. I'm sure Marauders will have that too. You can see where people like ships spawn and whatnot. And of course, on the maps, you can see on the actual uh, in-game dungeons. You you know when people where the locations are. Overall, I, it's all very different, but balanced in a way. What's your take on it? I like the game like already. Like once I actually get my own personal life in order and when i actually have some time to sit down and play some games i think i might actually sit down and play that uh because i'd love to play with you yeah dude it'd be really fun um but like the my experience with like space exploration type games like i've played uh what's that one game called elite dangerous i really like that because of the the dog fighting aspect of it you kind of get a little taste of that in this game I like the the shipbuilding portion of it. I think that's really neat. I like the uh, the the gunplay in this game. It looks pretty gratifying, and it doesn't seem like it would take a whole lot for you to kill someone. Like, hey, yeah, the time to kill has been pretty short. I mean, it's not too much, but you know they do have different levels of armors and stuff. I haven't quite figured all that out. It's not like Tarkov where you have to fucking pick the right bullets to get the right amount of penetration and blah, blah, blah damage. You know, it's just so much shit. Like I, I remembered most of it at some point, but you know, man. Yeah. They, they just executed all the good things about Tarkov and, uh, any other type of like space exploration, dog fighting thing. Yeah. The dog fighting feels like interesting to me. It reminds me of like old school naval combat, almost like naval combat in space. Which is something I think is appropriate for a game like this because uh with with the with the era the 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 weapons you're using, they're all like ballistic weapons, some of them kind of like there's a few weapons that are futuristic and unique, but for the most part, it's like that old school like World War one World War two style where you got like cannons, torpedoes, rocket launchers. Like the old school battleships, you know, it's not like the modern uh, naval combat. Yeah, it's uh, it's like atomic punk or diesel punk, whatever you want to call it. And I would like to see things like, like maybe like thermal weapons, energy weapons, because like for the most part, I've only seen just kinetic weapons in this game. You know, just normal machine guns, pistols, right, and. I've seen some people right. that just go in there with like a baseball bat or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Like, it's just a funny moment. You know, we were fighting, I was fighting this guy and then he gets ran up on by this other guy who just hit him with a, like a fucking bludgeoned weapon or something, a club. And the dude immediately died because I guess I maybe shot him a few times. Shit's just hilarious. And, uh, I think Tarkov, you know, they do have melee weapons, but it's not quite, you know, it's more of an aesthetic and kind of a troll thing to kill people with. Uh, the cycle, I you do have melee weapons as well, but it's also kind of a cosmetic thing you can get. Um, those weapons are more futuristic. You have, like, laser guns and stuff like that in the cycle. Tarkov is also, you know, more modern weapons. Not so much uh, fantasy or fiction in there. Yeah. So uh, they're all a little different, and I think Daisy and Rust also have uh, mostly modern weapons, I think. Uh, the style of the games all differ, but 
they all so, like somewhat function in different ways the same. Yeah, I like this uh this take on it for for the type of um style of game that this is. Uh I think that there's a lot that they can work with in the future. Yeah. Like I what I would really like to see is things like factions cuz like isn't that like kind of like the lore in this game like there's different factions or something? Yeah, there is actually a few different factions and you do contracts for different people to get you get more faction rewards and you do get uh discounts for traders. Similar to Tarkov, you have different vendors who also have reputation systems, so the more contracts you do for them, the more uh discounts and items they'll give you. Uh it similarly works the same in the cycle. They have uh three or four different traders slash factions. Same thing, you know, the more you sell, the more you contracts you do for them, the more faction you get. And it's the same kind of progression where you're getting more items to sell or more to buy uh, based on how much you do for these vendors. I think the Marauders has a little bit more loose of a progression system. They do have a set of quests to unlock certain things. At the very end, you can get like a battleship, but there's no clear, like you could still just go in and do your own thing. Same thing in Tarkov. Like you don't have to do the quests. You can just literally go in, kill people, make money. Some people play differently. Some people just like doing that. Some people like doing the quests. Depends on the play style. What I would really like to see, and Eve Online they do this, is like the whole factions and the affinities that you can build between like certain traders and stuff. Like I would really like to see that as uh like as an event. Like I know this oh, game yeah. is still in access, but I think this that would that would sit really really well with this type of game. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting, like saying like, oh, if you don't have enough faction then like some enemies will like avoid you. You know, it'd be cool to see that too, like if enemies like they go passive or something if you have enough faction or something and they'll help you out. It'd be kinda cool. Like Tarkov does some things like that. It's more so goofy stuff that like they'll add bosses on different levels, like little things, but nothing too crazy, honestly. Do have two main factions in Tarkov, the Bear and the Usec, but honestly, it doesn't make much of a difference at the end of the day unless like some quests require you to kill certain players. But it doesn't really make a difference, honestly. There's not much going on there. So let's talk about um the game's performances. We were looking at some different charts. The the biggest thing that I was surprised about with Marauders is it's actually on the top Let's see, right now it's sitting at yeah, 58 on the game's top played list. Rust is up there at the top 10. And I believe Daisy, let's see where Daisy is at. Daisy is 39. So wow, Marauders has only been out for a week, and it's almost yeah. as popular as Daisy. So if we go to Concurrent players, let's see. Daisy, 20,000, last two hours, 45,000 peak, all time is 58. Rust is pretty high, 68,000, the last two hours, 113, 24 hour peak, 113,000, and then all time is 244,000. Marauders, 13,000 two hours ago, 14. 24-hour peak, and a 14 all-time peak. So a lot of people are still playing. It's still growing. And then we have the cycle, 
which has uh, gone down quite a bit with uh, under 10,000 users in the last hour. We have 4,000 in the last hour, 6,000, 24 hour peak. All time, though, was 40. So, one thing I'm kind of worried about, I'm really hoping this doesn't happen, is where the Marauders kind of kind of sees like less playtime, like the cycle. Tarkov, I think, is a bit inconsistent. Most people play a lot during the you know the new wipes. Some people fall off, some people skip it, depending on the content that's being released. Quite interesting. You shared some other information here too about the revenue. So yeah. so based off reviews, it's got a seven out of ten Marauders net revenue one point two million. Uh, Rust, we have a, a higher score, nine out of ten, uh, five hundred twenty million dollars, and then Daisy, another score at a seven out of ten, uh, two hundred thirty million dollars. So, Rust is by far the more popular game. However, if we go to this other article I found, so it has several sources on, okay, from Tarkov, kind of an infamous game, so. Supposedly, back in 2020, they had over 200,000 concurrent players at some point in uh, the patch 12.6. 82.5 million hours of content on Switch of people watching, which is a lot. The EFT streams peaked at almost uh, half a million concurrent viewers as of 2021 last year, which was uh, another new wipe. Battlestate games have made 50 million in sales in 2020. So I know that's probably even more, just that year alone. They've probably made more money eventually, too. Uh, Tarkov will have a mode that's uh, kind of an esports mode. Uh, they have that arenas mode coming up. Now, Tarkov's still in beta, technically. Marauders is in early access. Rust and DayZ are fully in production. And so is the cycle as well. So I'll just share this bar chart with you. So this is just kind of a. So basically, we're seeing Rust is obviously the most popular game. Daisy kind of uh, somewhat emulating it at a smaller level. And then you see the cycle, which was pretty popular at one point, but it's kind of gone down. Marauders is kind of staying consistent for now. So hopefully we'll see uh, that spike up here in the next couple of months. We'll see what happens. For this just being a week out, it's already showing a lot of promise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as long as they start adding more and more content, you know, I'm I'm game for them to just see more. I, I think what they have now is a very good foundation, and I'm sure they're going to add more to it uh, as far as picking where you want to go, uh, adding more maps, stuff like that. Or Marauders, I mean... Jeez, there's there's a lot that's been going on with uh with games nowadays and I don't know like with talks of uh you know Street Fighter 5 getting beta we we're, we're probably going to see a dip in uh player count that's to be expected but that's that's the thing though is what are they going to do next like what what what's like the flavor of the month yeah what's popular or what's being shown this, on this, Twitch. Yeah, there's always... And I think some people are starting to stream this more. Uh, you'll probably see some Tarkov streamers probably streaming this or something, you know, because I think Tarkov's getting a little stale right now. The wipe's been out for a while, so 
I'm sure some people will be picking up this game more. Actually, I remember when this game was in uh, beta, there was it was showcased by some uh, Tarkov streamers as well. So that's actually what got my attention on it at first, because I saw the same people who played Tarkov also playing this. In general, you know, games like this, they either kind of come out and then do well, and then, as we can see with the cycle, it kind of just stopped. Uh, the momentum there, even me, like, I, I lost interest. I, I play with my friends, and then I, I'm just like, yeah, I don't feel like investing too much time into this. Parkov, I'd, I'd still pick up and play, uh, probably next wipe or something, uh, I think the most anticipated thing is the streets of Tarkov, which is supposed to be their largest map. People are waiting for that. That's supposed to be the next best. Uh, once that's out, I think the game will pretty much be in production. Let's get out of uh, beta. We'll see how it is. And here's another interesting thing is uh, DayZ and Rust are available on console, whereas uh, the other games are not. Yeah, I can see this game being being ported over to, to console. I believe, yeah, and my friend played it on controller a bit, so I, I know they do have controller support. Uh, Tarkov, I can see that being extremely difficult with all the different levels of controls you have. I can't imagine doing all the button layouts for that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be annoying. I'm not sure about the cycle. Maybe they will. It'll probably help with the game's uh, numbers or players. I mean, we did just check the Steam. I didn't even check the player counts on consoles, so I'm sure uh, there's some communities there. It seems, you know, with these type of games, survival games, I, I think you brought up a good point. Are wipes lazy? Kind of. I mean, it depends how you handle it. Uh, I think the way this game handles it is a, is very unique. Uh, with the prestige system, with Tarkov, uh, currently, yes, there's wipes, but I believe eventually it'll just be where it's a permadeath mode, where you just die and you don't escape, and then that's it. So uh, how they're going to handle that in the future, we'll see. I, I don't know how that would work, because you die so often in that game, so how would you... Uh, uh, you know, I guess the goal is eventually to escape Tarkov. Currently, it's can't do that, so I'm sure there'll be something along that lines. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things about Tarkov that would maybe like get me to come back into it. I mean, I paid like forty bucks or whatever it was to to get the game. I would like to revisit it, but like my main complaints with that game uh, were just the load in times the the fact that I just get my shit rocked. Uh, if I lose everything, I'm pretty much just stuck with a pistol, if that. Um, I What I really love about the game is just the atmosphere. The the sound design and oh, yeah. uh, how pretty the game is, especially on, on my computer. Uh, it's it's great. I like it a lot. And I'm only running like a 1060. The, the gameplay itself is very unique. Uh, the way you feel, the way you move around, the gunplay, the sound uh, can be a little hard sometimes. Uh, so far with Marauders, the sounds have been perfect, actually. I mean, I can hear footsteps, I can hear gunshot, space sound, ambience is, is interesting. Parkoff has, yeah, the cycle uh, sound is pretty good, too. Uh, there's a lot of uh, nature, there's animals, uh, like sometimes you run past certain areas, birds sound off, 
So uh, you got to be careful. Sometimes you sound off some birds, you know, someone's around, or you hear gunfire. Yeah, sound design in these kind of survival FPS games are, are very important because a uh, way of getting information on where other people could be. But uh, yeah, overall, I'd say uh, I'm really hoping for Marauders to climb up there, maybe even beat out uh, Tarkov. I don't know. If this game added more, I, I could probably see myself playing this more than Tarkov, to be honest. What are like three things that you would want from uh, from this game after your short time playing it? Let's see, three things that I would want. I think a better contract system, better questing is one thing. Uh, what's there is okay for now, but I think it can be improved. Maybe like what you said, some faction events, like some unique events that could happen that shake things up a bit. Uh, just maybe like even a weather system or, or not a weather system, like maybe every now and then there's like an asteroid fucking shower that goes on that makes it difficult to fly around. Uh, last thing I would want is the ability to choose which level you have you can go to because right now it's random. Some quests require you to go to certain maps, so it's a little difficult to complete those if you can't choose where to go. I think that's fair. Yeah. Anything else you want to leave off on? I'm not saying one game is better than the other. We're just kind of taking a look at all the kind of major survival FPS games. There's other ones here that we might have missed, but these are the ones that we're kind of familiar with trying to compare off of. Uh, I have a love and respect for the game designers and all the stuff that goes into these type of games. Really, it's a lot. And I know, especially with like Battlestate games, uh, they're they have a strong community and they do respond to people they do live streams showcasing uh tarkov and the gaming uh, i know the cycle has also responded to a lot of things for example real quick cheaters right so how do you deal with cheaters in a game like this where you lose everything when you die <laughs> so uh tarkov uh you, you know it has its reporting systems you can get rid of players the cycle has a very unique system called uh it's like a cheater's redemption system. So uh, if you suspect that someone's a cheater that kills you, there's actually a way you can get your stuff back for free. There's a whole process built around it, but it's it's very unique to me because um, with, with the cycle being a more free-to-play game, it's likely to have more cheaters because you have to keep purchasing it to if you get banned. If for the cycle, you can just make a new Steam account, do whatever. So you're going to have a, more of a problem with cheaters. And Tarkov, you still see it happen. Uh, you still see cheaters come in, and uh, they just buy the game again. It is a bit of a problem sometimes. Some people just love seeing, seeing it happen, and that's what kind of turned me off for a bit, because you still saw cheaters getting away with shit. I think that's very important to be addressed when you have a game that's permadeath. Or at least loss of progression. Yeah, that would uh, that would tilt the shit out of me. So far, I haven't seen it too much in uh, Marauders. I, at least, I haven't. I don't think so. Uh, from what I played, uh, going off topic, Gundam Evolution, I've seen it come up a bit as well. It's a free to play. That's a whole different story, though. That's that's kind of a problem with free to play games. But Marauders, uh, it's thirty dollars at the moment, so. Hopefully we'll see less cheaters, but uh, I'm sure they'll 
come out. We'll see. Thoughts on what you've seen from the developer's side of things? I see that their publisher is Team 17. I was looking at their Wikipedia, and I saw that they were working on... Well, they, they worked on uh, games like Worms, and they also did some of the, the Alien games. Uh, I think it was like Alien Brood. Yeah, Alien Breed. They did Alien Breed, Tower Assault, 3D, 3D2. Like They've been around since 19... Well, their first game came out that they published was in 1991, working on um, the Amiga uh, platform. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so like, these guys have been around. Uh, I'm confident that they're going to give this game a lot of uh, nurturing. And I, I think that they're they're seeing a lot of promise in this, just like how we are. And they, they really like to, to focus on indie games, which makes me really happy because I feel like a lot of a lot of the better games are indie games. Game definitely sparked my interest, and that's why we kind of put this podcast together. We've been a lot of things going on between both of us. I think we both really wanted to talk about it because just of how good it is. So really happy we got a chance to do that. And then uh, hopefully, you know, uh, we'll, of course, continue to update this podcast as much as possible. Yeah, I would like to do, um, what is it, a, a Patreon of some sort in the future. Yeah, and for sure. maybe like to share some of the information that we find and give that to you guys. Maybe that that's something that we're definitely going to have to work on. But like I said, once I get myself some more time, um, once I get out of the military, I should be able to really focus on that and really focus on my education, pursuing things like computer science and programming and maybe just doing some like game dev work finally getting into that world and give you guys more insight maybe give you guys more more interviews with other game developers yeah i mean that would be great man i mean yeah we need to talk to naguli shout out to naguli yeah shout out to naguli man you know who is it we were trying to reach out to wallsock guy maybe uh oh yeah 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 we i am definitely that's another game that i'm looking out uh, for yeah. uh, I had messaged him on Twitter and I had asked him I was like hey when is this game going to come out I'd like to cover it and he was shooting for the end of summer we're already in fall winter time yeah. and yeah I mean he he likes to update his stuff pretty frequently on Twitter so shout out to, to Small Saga hell yeah that that game just the demo alone is it's really good. Yeah, check out the demo. It's on Steam. It's also on his website. Maybe we'll link that down here. Check out Marauders. Uh, $30. It's well worth it. You know, you can get a lot of good content in here. Uh, really good with friends. Even by yourself. It's not too bad. I have fun. It's fun role-playing, too, if you have friends, you know. Uh, as far as I've seen, the community's pretty good, too. So check it out. All right. And on that note... We're out.